0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.
1: The banking industry, along with MABS, have launched a new campaign to help with mortgage repayment concerns due to cost of living pressures. Dealing with debt.ie will provide information for customers who face financial difficulties that may impede their ability to repay. Well, joining me is Brian Hayes, CEO of the Banking and Payments Federation, and Michelle O'Hara, National Spokesperson for MABS. Uh, Good morning and welcome to you both. Um, First of all, um, Brian, this is not the first time that uh, you and MABS have got together.
0: No, Pat, good morning to you and your listeners and and to Michelle. No, we've worked um, closely in the past, um, largely because, of course, our members, be they banks, non-bank lenders, or indeed credit servicing firms, and MABs and everyone have a kind of collective interest in making sure um, that if people have a a financial problem, um, that the sooner they engage with their lender, the better. Um, I think the important point to say here, Pat, is that we're not seeing a significant rise or an uptick in in mortgage difficulties at the moment. Um, We're not seeing that, but I think the prudential thing to do, the correct thing to do, particularly in a circumstance where cost of living Um, issues are a real concern for people, and we've seen mortgage um, interest rates rise, is to get out there soon and get out there quickly to let people know that there is help for people if they get into difficulty. And I think the problem probably in the past, in kind of a 15 years ago period, was um, in many ways people put their head in the sand, they they felt sense of shame, they didn't want to speak to someone. But the sooner they speak to their lender, the sooner a solution can be found. And there Mm -hmm. are a myriad of solutions to be found for people. So really, this is a kind of precautionary approach we're taking right. with MABS. And, and, and we'll, we'll talk
1: about the new uh, service that is launching uh, today in a moment. Uh, Michelle O'Hara, the national spokesperson for MABS. Michelle, good morning.
2: Good morning, Pat. Good morning, Brian.
1: Many people uh, who have dealt with MABS and you know, have had great help from MABS will probably look at uh, MABS and say, what are they doing dancing with the devil? The devil that is the banking system. What do you say?
2: Well, I say the reality is that we engage with uh, the banking industry at all times, Pat. Part of our role in MABS is to find solutions for individuals where they feel that they can't engage or don't have the wherewithal to engage themselves with uh, their creditor. And an awful lot of those creditors are banks and they credit servicing firms and non-banks. So this is nothing unusual, we've always had a strong link and and strong work ethic with the members of the BPFI, it is in reality the way to go and part of this campaign is obviously encouraging communication and engagement and that is always the message from MABS is to communicate and to engage as early as you possibly can. These problems don't go away. You cannot avoid engagement with your creditor, either directly yourself or through the support that we can give people in MAPS.
1: Now, what is being launched uh, today is uh, dealingwithdebt.ie. So that's uh, a website that people can access. What's on the website, Uh, Brian?
0: The most important point of contact on the website is simply a list of of contacts for all our members. Pat and, as Michelle said, um, you know there are traditional banks, pillar banks that we know, non bank lenders that have come into the market in the last ten years or so, and obviously credit servicing firms who in the main service um, restructure debt, but also deal of course with with debts have, which, which have not been in any way non-performing. And within that website um, and that point of contact, Pat, is clear advice for people who might get into difficulty and the kind of solutions that we already provide. Some of those solutions are short-term, others long-term. They're all wrapped up in a very strong Central Bank of Ireland code called MARPER Mortgage Arrears Resolution Process, which is around how any bank, any lender has to engage with you and your rights in that process, but also around um, your responsibility to engage with that lender. And uh, I think the, the key message we're saying, not just in the, in the website that we're launching today, but also in the campaign over the summer, which will be radio ads um, and social media ads between now and September, if people are seeing a difficulty making ends meet, and given the fact that their mortgage repayment is likely to be their largest monthly repayment, that the sooner they have that conversation with the lender, the sooner we can put in place a more short-term solution or a longer-term solution if, if that needs a, a bigger restructure of debt.
1: Now, uh, you talk about non-bank lenders, and uh, it, it's a term that, that immediately you know, brings confusion to my mind. You know, what's a non-bank lender? Who are they? D- define them.
0: So a non-bank lender in Ireland would be, say, Dilosk or Finance Ireland or Avant. And typically, they're a financial institution that doesn't take deposits, but it obtains their funds on the wholesale markets. Um, in some cases, in the case of Avant, they would obtain their funds through Bank Inter, which is a Spanish bank uh, which lends directly through their distribution model called Avant. And in the more recent years, they have taken um a, a pretty significant element of, of new lending into Ireland in various degrees, With the three Irish pillar banks. We used to have five, as you know. Now we're gone down to AIB, Bank of Ireland, Permanent TSB, but we also have EBS and Haven. So effectively, we have five pillar lenders and three what we call non bank lenders. But principally, the difference is they don't take deposits.
1: Uh, the principle being that they buy the money on the wholesale market and lend it yes. in various ways, and that's where they make their margin. So
0: what do so they, they, get their, yeah. they get their money through, exactly, Pat. They get their money through wholesale, what we call wholesale markets. Our alternative, they, they use what we call securitization vehicles, which then obtains funds that way. But it is a different model For, for typically the, the traditional Irish bank, pillar bank, would, 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 would raise its finance through a combination of wholesale and deposits. Yeah.
1: You can see um, how this might be attractive to people because um, there is no, uh, I mean, people to set up these things because there are no deposits to be taken, therefore no deposit guarantees to people. Um, and they take their chances that the people to whom they lend are going to pay them back. It's a very simple model, isn't it? Buy cheap, sell it a, a little more expensively, take the margin, and uh, off you go?
0: Well, there's a combination of what we call primary lenders, which would be non-bank lenders and banks, but also secondary market lenders, our secondary market credit servicers. And yes, that is right. Uh, in a sense, they, they buy distressed debt, uh, credit servicing firms, at a discount. They reparcel that debt, try to restructure it, and in many cases... They can provide a, a bigger solution to people than a traditional bank and then um, they sell it on. Yeah, that is the way in which secondary markets work. And that is critically important to move on debt, but it's also critically important for liquidity and capital in the Irish market. Uh, secondary markets play a fundamental role and we've got to make sure as you know, a, a larger number of Irish mortgages are sold in secondary markets. And these are all regulated firms. They follow exactly the code of conduct. They follow exactly the mark process. Uh, They are full industry players and they play a critical role in moving on debt. Absolutely.
1: Can can you explain, though, to, to people who have been negotiating with the bank and then they find for whatever reason that their loan has been sold on and sold on cheaply to this one of these third parties? Um, if the bank can sell it to them cheap, why wouldn't they sort me out directly? Why did they have to put me in the hands of a third party so eventually I may get a deal?
0: So this all goes back to a decision not taken by banks but taken by the ECB after the great financial crisis when the level of non-performing loans in Irish banks stood at on average at about 13 or 14%. and The ECB set the policy uh, which banks had to follow And that was to get non performing loans down to about 2%, and more recently down to less than 1%. So that was a public policy that was imposed by the Irish, by by the European Central Bank. And it was done for the purposes of moving on debt. Um, to, okay, to make so sure. it
1: suited the banks themselves. Okay, they had to take a bit of a haircut on the, the loans that they were selling off cheaply to these third parties, uh, but it got their balance sheets into better shape and also prevented all the tedium of arguing the toss back and forth with uh, the, their borrowers and perhaps uh, court and evictions and all that sort of messy stuff. They just passed that on to a third party.
0: So, as I said, the ECB was instructing the banks to do this, yes. and, and many of those loans, well, some of those loans, ended up in, in a shared facility or in a facility that a credit servicing firm then restructured. But that is the way in which secondary markets work, Pat. It's no different yeah. to other parts of the European Union.
1: Yeah, but, but as I say, it cleans up the balance sheets of, of the so-called uh, pillar banks. What about the online banks? Um, what's their situation vis-a-vis this new website?
0: Well, online banks that are members of our association are obviously uh, supporting this, but they don't principally lend in mortgage market path. They're more in non-secured personal lending. They don't involve themselves directly in mortgage lending. But of course, we have set out in the website the whole issue of credit card debt and non-secure debt mm, as well. Yeah. And well. And they all support this initiative.
1: All right. So uh, back to you, Michelle, in terms of how people will use this website. Um, suppose you, you're in the hole with a credit card provider or with a mortgage provider. Um, maybe it's an expensive car loan that you simply, for, because of emergency circumstances, can no longer service. How do you use the website?
2: So the website is really easy to navigate Pat and when you go onto the, the home page You'll select what category of debt you fall into or you have your query in relation to. So, if you click on, for example, unsecured debt, it'll then give you a, a drop down of a number of, of questions. So, for example, I'm in difficulty, where do I go? If you click on that, it'll give you information regarding that and linked into various websites such as MAVS.ie, which is our own website. If you're looking for options in terms of switching it will link you in to the ccpc and information regarding that so it's very very easy to navigate really user friendly and the encouragement would be that if you are this morning in that situation Go on to dealing with ie and start the process yeah. of gathering information as to how you can rectify your situation.
1: So, I'm just thinking of someone who might be in debt, and I have a texter here who says, I'm a widower. I have a mortgage with a balance of 120,000, but the arrears are 70,000. I'm nearly 60. I'm paying 1,300 a month. The arrears are my problem. Can I get them written yeah. off?
2: It's possible. As Brian referred to, there's the Code of Conduct and Mortgage Arrears, which sets out a whole list of potential solutions that you can get on a temporary basis and a long-term basis. Uh, writing off may be a possibility. Capitalizing of arrears may be a possibility. But the key is that you need to really look at that lady's situation in the round path. It's very difficult just to single out it, because we yep. would need to see are there other debts that she's dealing with? It's, it's, what a, it's is a he, it's a, 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 a widower. Oh, my my yeah. apologies, yeah. my apologies.
1: So, but, the, but the point is, that you, I suppose the point we're trying to make is that people should really access dealing with debt on i.e. before even going to you, to inform themselves of what the options might be and prepare themselves better for their first encounter with Mab's.
2: Exactly. It's a good place to go To get information, you will be able to identify yourself within the questions that that website poses and you will then be able to, to narrow your scope of what I need to do, what information would I need to have before I then reach out to try and get a solution.
1: All right. Uh, So, uh, Brian, your final advice to uh, to people who might find themselves uh, at odds with the bank and often, you know, the head buried in the sand is the typical thing. Uh, There are people when they see uh, a letter from the bank, it doesn't go straight in the bin, but it might get shoved in a drawer because they just don't want to deal with what is the biggest problem as they see it in their lives.
2: Yeah,
0: no, exactly, Pat, and, you know, we've a lot of experience because of the past, in a sense, and what happened, mistakes that were made in the past, and all of the resolution processes now are around trying to engage with people early on in the process, what we call pre-year years. Um, and I suppose in the, in the last number of years, it's kind of easier, I think, because if you just take the COVID payment break, for instance, that the Irish banking sector organised within a period of about two months, 185,000 contact, contacted their banks, got a payment break. 1.8 million people in the last year and a half showed great patience in having to deal with the, the loss of KBC and Ulster Bank and transferring to a new bank. So dealing with, you know, customers, customers making, making sure the banks are, are properly have the capacity to, to take on those calls and to deal with people. Hopefully people are in a better place now to come earlier to the process to engage earlier not to put their head in the sand as you say not to put that letter to one side and if they're beginning to see a real difficulty as as your texture uh, the gentleman highlighted to to get in touch early and i suppose in each case each person will set out a standard financial statement it's set out by the central bank you know income and expenditure how much people need how much what are their liabilities how much they have to pay down and um, that's the first step in trying to get a resolution to debt because the further you put your head in the sand, the bigger the crisis becomes. And our job as an industry is to work with people and customers to make sure we minimise the level of debt
1: by by restructuring that debt. Okay, now uh, the website dealingwithdebt.ie, it's live now, I presume, Michelle? Yes, yes. It's live now. OK. Brian Hayes, CEO of the Banking and Payments Federation of Ireland and Michelle O'Hara, National Spokesperson for MABS. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny
0: Show.
2: With Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on Newstalk.